Good morning. And welcome to Myers Park United Methodist Church on this beautiful Pentecost Sunday, a Sunday where we remember the gift of the Spirit for the church, the gift of what it means to come together. So for those who are gathered here in our sanctuary, we welcome you. For those who are joining us online, we welcome you as well. For those who are first-time visitors, we love you. We welcome you back after this Sunday and the next and the next. And one way that we can capture that information is through our pew pad and on our online registration. You can let us know your information so that we can be in contact with you, not to bombard you with things, but just to know and for you to know that you are a part of this church family. I'm Nathan Arledge, one of the pastors here, and I'm so joyed to be joined by Bill Roth. Good morning, everyone. I would invite you. Let me try my sound. There we go. Good morning, everyone. I would invite you to look at all the uh, announcements that's in this week at Myers Park. I'm going to call your attention especially to one of them called Common Space. It's an offering that's going to begin on June the 4th at 945 in Room 108. It's a place for gathering, and if you would like to have a place for discussion or community or spiritual growth with fellow members uh, of Myers Park, just join in that group and uh, make that a summary offering for yourselves. And now I invite you to continue in an attitude of worship. had come, they were all together in one place, and suddenly from heaven there came a sound like the rush of a violent wind, and it filled the entire house where they were sitting. Divided tongues as of fire appeared among them, and a tongue rested on each of them. All of them were filled with the Holy Spirit and began to speak in other languages as the Spirit gave them ability. Now there were devout Jews from every nation under heaven living in Jerusalem. And at this sound, the crowd gathered and was bewildered because each one heard them speaking in the native language of each. Amazed and astonished, they asked, are not all these who are speaking Galileans? And how is it that we hear each of us in our own native language? Parthians, Medes, 
Elamites, and residents of Mesopotamia, Judea, and Cappadocia, Pontus and Asia, Phrygia and Pamphylia, Egypt and the parts of Libya belonging to Cyrene, and visitors from Rome, both Jews and proselytes, Cretans and Arabs. In our own languages, we hear them speaking about God's deeds of power. All were amazed and perplexed, saying to one another, what does this mean? But others sneered and said, they are filled with new wine. But Peter, standing with the eleven, raised his voice and addressed them. Men of Judea and all who live in Jerusalem, let this be known to you and listen to what I say. Indeed, these are not drunk as you suppose, for it is only nine o'clock in the morning. No. This is what was spoken through the prophet Joel. In the last days it will be, God declares, that I will pour out my spirit upon all flesh, and your sons and your daughters shall prophesy, and your young men shall see visions, and your old men will dream dreams. Even upon my slaves, both men and women, in these days I will pour out my spirit, and they shall prophesy. And I will show portents in the heaven above and signs on the earth below, blood and fire and smoky mist. The sun shall be turned to darkness and the moon to blood before the coming of the Lord's great and glorious day. Then everyone who calls on the name of the Lord shall be saved.
affirmation of faith this morning is the Apostle Creed number 881 in the back of your hymnals. Let us unite in this historic confession of our Christian faith. I believe in God the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, and in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Spirit, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, dead, and buried. The third day he rose from the dead, he ascendeth into heaven, and sitteth at the right hand of God the Father Almighty. From thence he shall come to judge the quick and the dead. I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen. I invite you to turn to your worship bulletins to the prayer confession which is printed there. Let us confess our sins to God and one another. Let us pray. Holy God, breathe new life into us. Where there is anger, kindle understanding. Where there is fear, fill us with peace. Where there is division, form us as one. May your love transform us, O Lord. Amen. And hear the good news this morning. Christ died for us while we're yet sinners. That proves God's love towards us. In the name of Jesus Christ, you are forgiven. In the name of Jesus Christ, you are forgiven. Glory to God. Amen. Morning, church. Please rise as you are able for the reading of the gospel. The gospel reading is John chapter 7, beginning with the 37th verse. On the last day of the feast, the great day, Jesus stood up and proclaimed, If anyone thirst, let him come to me and drink. He who believes in me, as the scripture has said, out of his heart shall flow rivers of living water. Now this he said about the Spirit, which those who believed in him were to receive. For as yet the Spirit had not been given, because Jesus had not been yet been glorified. This is the word of God for the people of God. Thanks be to God.
Church family, as you know, for the past 50 days, we have been on a journey. We have journeyed through the season of Easter. And in this journey from the resurrection until now, today of Pentecost, we have heard stories. We have formed new vocabulary, perhaps. We have learned a different language, hopefully, from all the moments and encounters that Jesus had with the disciples and the disciples pondering and wondering and coming together to figure it all out of what to do next. Last week, we celebrated Ascension Sunday when Jesus leaves and he ascends into heaven, but not without the parting gift. The gift that we experience today, the gift that those who are gathered in a great multitude experienced then of Pentecost where the Spirit was breathed upon that early church and where everybody began to understand one another in the same language, sharing in that common language, a language that took away all other distractions, a language that took away all barriers and said, we are one. We are together in this. Language has been something that's always fascinated me. I have always been one who, I guess, is fascinated because I don't pick up language as well. I have traveled many places, as many of you know, all through this world. Most of those times have been in Spanish-speaking countries, and my Spanish has increased by 0.036%. <laughs> and for that, I am thankful. <laughs> because I have to rely on somebody to interpret for me or translate for me, and to watch that just unfold before your eyes is really beautiful. It's a real gift to see those barriers of languages come down, knowing that you have somebody by your side that's not going to let you fall off the ledge. Or they do, and they make a joke that you don't have a clue what they're saying as you're presenting, which is wonderfully done before to me. Language, they're great. Words and language are inventational and also sometimes can be limiting. We live, myself and my wife, in a mixed home of language abilities. Our kids are five and almost four, and so they're growing and their vocabulary is expanding, their language is coming together, they're learning to read, they're learning to put sentences together. And so we're getting at that point where spelling words out you know what I'm talking about, is quickly going away. I spelled out something this morning, in fact, and my son looked at me, he's like, I know that word. It's like, oh, all right, well, that's gone. That trick. Language takes away barriers. Well, what really, really makes me just joyful about language is how it does create access, how it does allow us to draw closer and connection, how it allows our hearts to be bound to one another in new and different ways. Last weekend, in fact, I got to watch this before my eyes. We were up at Camp Cheerio in Glade Valley, North Carolina. Now, if you haven't been there, Google it. It's gorgeous. It's beautiful. It's nestled into the side of a mountain, and as you're looking over this valley, you can just see God's handiwork and etched into those valleys, the pastures, the horses. You look down on Stone Mountain, and it's this wonderful image of God speaking. Though it's not with words, it's with God's artisanship. 
and it's wonderful. You sit there in peace. And why we were up there as a family is because every spring, they offer a camp for families with children who are deaf and hard of hearing. And our little girl, she turns four in July, has to wear, we call them earbuds, hearing aids. And so it was a wonderful opportunity to be in that setting where that was normalized for her, more so for her brother, to see other kids wearing hearing devices, whether it was cochlear implants, what is known as an FM system that you wear around your neck, or the hearing aids themselves. And for us parents, for Molly and I to sit there, to breathe, to learn, to commiserate, to laugh, and to sigh with one another, with the other parents, as we all were speaking the same language that weekend. And while we were there, I experienced one of those moments, one of the purest senses of heaven I have ever realized in my life. We were sitting in the parent session, and the facilitator was wrapping up, and she said, okay, now we want you to break into three groups with other parents, and we will ask questions and you guys share. That wasn't the heavenly part. <laughs> You've been in situations where you have to break up, and you're like, I don't know about those people. I don't know what they're going to say. I don't know how vulnerable I want to be. I don't know if I want to even be vulnerable today. I'm just here to rest and learn. But thankfully, I didn't stay closed off and caged up. We broke into groups, and if you know anything about me, I love cross-cultural settings. Behind Molly and I were five couples, and then they had this other person beside them, and the other person was a Spanish interpreter. And when we broke into groups, we sat in ours with these five couples, ourselves as English speakers, they, as Spanish speakers, as you can imagine, my point zero three seven. remember that. And the question was asked by the facilitator, and without hesitation, one of the folks began to speak. And then the interpreter was able to speak it in English, and then there was somebody doing an ASL, and then somebody did it in cued speech. This pattern continued as we worked through questions and reflected together and drew closer together with one another's hearts. It truly was on earth as it is in heaven. There was no barriers between any of us sitting in that group, and it was beautiful. We sat, we shared, we connected on heart levels. The barriers that could have been there were no longer Barriers no more. That's one of the major gifts of Pentecost. Barriers are eradicated by the Spirit, a power that is complex and complicated, personal and communal all at once. And the mysterious nature that only God can provide and perhaps even give language to, barriers are gone. Access granted to God and to one another in such a way that is harmonious and to be sure, mesmerizing when you're in those situations. See, Jesus' proclamation at the festival of promising the Spirit was going to be with us, then Luke's account in Acts of talking about how the Spirit is with us and our own baptisms when the Spirit lives within our hearts are our affirmation of God's great desire for us to circle up, to join in community, 
to be with one another, hearing, understanding, and celebrating that through the Spirit, we are called to this connection and this family and community. This is our shared language, a language that only can come from God, a language that is of love and is love. And we might not have the right words to express it, and that's okay. The gift of the Spirit is the communicator, is the translator, is the interpreter, is the presence that we need to watch the barriers eradicate between us so that we are drawn closer and closer together. This past week, I was teaching down in Monterey, Mexico, at a small seminary there. And part of the class, we structured it that we would be outside in a beautiful park called Chipinque National Park. And part of the journey was to go on this beautiful hike. And as part of the hike, we would talk and we'd get to know each other. And on top of the mountain, we would have another lesson. Well, the hike was pretty easy. It's just walking flat, some rolling hills along the way. And then we finally got to the one part that our host was telling us about. It was like this. I kid you not. They don't know yet what switchbacks are to make that journey a whole lot easier. As I was gasping for air going up the first 10 minutes of this hike, I looked around and was thankful I was not the only one. And as I got up a little further, I turned around and I saw more and more just pausing, holding the tree, holding on for dear life as it felt as my heart was beating through my chest. And then I started to hear this cadence throughout the trail of people behind me. Again, I don't have a clue what they were saying. I had to wait to get to the top to understand it from Spanish to English. But what did I do? What did I understand? I understood the energy I understood the presentation. It was encouraging words. It was joyful words. It was uplifting words, telling one another, we've got this. We can make it to the top. We've got this. We're in this together. We're going to journey together a shared language. I didn't know the spoken word, but I did know that encouraging feel and spirit. Whether it's encouragement, whether it's joy, grief, love, sorrow, patience, hope, peace, or any other feeling that we may have, we know what that feels like. We know when we go in the world and have a sense of somebody grieving, the words might not be there for us to speak, and perhaps we shouldn't speak, but we can show up beside in comfort. We know what love feels like, and we can show up beside somebody that you know that we've seen it at weddings where there's love and there's joy, and you're just celebrating, and you're using words to affirm them and push them into their new journey of life. We know what words of patience are, where we need to be patient with young children or patient with neighbors or patient with coworkers, and we are just there. We know what these words are. We know what this language is when we feel it. And why? Well, the experts will tell you that you can learn a new language from three months to two years. At least that's what they say. <laughs> but what they will really tell you is it takes full immersion, fully being immersed into that language where you begin to dream it 
where you begin to write it, where you begin to sing it, where you begin to live it how your body interacts in the world and the community, and you begin to understand that culture. Friends, we know about grief, we know about joy, we know about love and sorrow and patience, hope and peace, because we're immersed. We are immersed into the language of God. We are immersed into the language of the scriptures. We are immersed into the language of prayer. We are immersed into the language of the Spirit, the Spirit that stirs within us, the Spirit that takes us into this world and this communities that we go where we might see grief. And it's not that we don't have words, but we know that the Spirit is calling us to be a calm presence. We know the spirit of joy, the language of joy, because the spirit that's inside of us, when we recognize joy, it connects with the other person or persons in that situation. And church, that's the gift of Pentecost. The gift of Pentecost is that we have this shared language. We have this shared spirit. A spirit, though, that isn't going to be satisfied until our work as a church finds itself continually seeking out the places in our community, in our world, where we can share our shared language, a language of hope and love, the language of God's love that binds us together. So whatever barriers you might find, whatever barriers and excuses you might be presenting, allow those to be eradicated. Allow those barriers to come down. Allow yourself to be the church in this community, speaking a shared language, a common language, where all who are around you know that you're bringing forth something new and different than what this world hears on a daily basis. Church, we have a shared language. We've been immersed in it, some all of our lives, some this might be the first time hearing some of these words. And for that, we are on this journey together, sharing language of hope and of love and peace. Thanks be to God. I invite you to be in an attitude of prayer. Come, Holy Spirit, blow through us on this day of Pentecost and renew our faith. Reawaken our love for God. Let your flames warm our hearts with trust in Jesus Christ. Enable us to dare and to dream to do great things in his name. Inspire us to respond with a renewed commitment to your living word. Give us the courage and the energy to serve you in Christ's church. Lord, in your mercy. Wind of the Spirit, open our eyes to recognize the needs for ministry and mission, and then equip us to meet new challenges in ways we hadn't dared dream of before. Open our hearts to lives caught up in stressful situations. 
open our hands to share the tasks that need doing and open our lips in prayer and in praise. Lord, in your mercy. On this Memorial Weekend, we pray for those who courageously lay down their lives for the cause of freedom. May the examples of their sacrifice inspire in us the compassion of your Son. O God, encourage us to answer the call to work for peace and righteousness, and thus seek an end to violence and conflict wherever it may be found. Lord, in your mercy. Wind of the Spirit, blow through us and bring healing for all who face pain or illness, discouragement or disappointment, for all who know sorrow, sadness, or grief, and for those whose lives are filled with the pressure of the needs for housing and food. Lord, in your mercy. Spirit of the living God, breathe on us and give us an understanding for those whose lives seem so different from ours, for those whom we have disagreed. Refresh us as your faithful followers to love others as you love us for it is in Christ's name that we pray. Amen. As the ushers come in advance of your giving, your giving makes possible all the ministries of this church locally and around the world. On behalf of the lives that you will touch through your offerings today, I give you thanks.
spirit of grace and power, bless these gifts today so that they may accomplish surprising things. We offer ourselves so that our lives may proclaim the good news with your grace and with your power. All this we ask in Christ's holy and precious name. Amen. What a joy it is to be able to come to this table together, a table that is open to all, a table that has taken away all the barriers to God's love. It is a table that is open and provided for you, whether this is your first time or how many times you've been here, you know. It is here for us. We'll receive communion by intinction. You'll get a piece of bread. You can gently dip it into the cup, then you can leave by the outside aisles. If you need gluten-free, please ask one of the servers, and we'll make sure that you get one of these packets. Just let us know. And if you feel so led, you can receive communion at the rail as well through one of these cups. Let us join now in the great Thanksgiving. The Lord be with you. And also with you. Lift up your hearts. We lift them up to the Lord. Let us give thanks to the Lord our God. It is right to give our thanks and praise. It is right and a good and joyful thing, always and everywhere, to give thanks to you, God Almighty, creator of heaven and earth. You formed us in your image and you breathed life into us. When we turned away and our love failed, your love remained steadfast. Your spirit came upon prophets and teachers, anointing them to speak your word. And so with your people on earth and all the company of heaven, we praise your name and join their unending hymn. Blessed is your Son, Jesus Christ. By the baptism of his suffering, death, and resurrection, you gave birth to your church, delivered us from slavery to sin and death, and made with us a new covenant by water and the Spirit. When the Lord Jesus ascended, he promised to be with us always. 
baptizing us with the Holy Spirit and with fire as on the day of Pentecost. On the night in which he gave himself up for us, he took bread, broke it, gave it to his disciples and said, take, eat. This is my body given for you. Do this as often as you eat it in remembrance of me. And when the supper was over, he took the cup, he gave thanks to you and gave it to his disciples and said, drink from this, all of you. This is the cup of the new covenant poured out for you and for many for the forgiveness of sins. And so in remembrance of these, your mighty acts in Jesus Christ, we offer ourselves in praise and thanksgiving as a holy and living sacrifice in union with Christ's offering for us as we proclaim the mystery of faith. Spirit, on us gathered here and on these gifts of bread and wine. Make them be for us the body and blood of Christ, that we may be for the world the body of Christ redeemed by his blood. By your Spirit, make us one with Christ, one with each other, and one in ministry to all the world until Christ comes in final victory and we feast at his heavenly banquet. Through your Son, Jesus Christ, with the Holy Spirit in your holy church, all honor and glory is yours, almighty God. Amen. And now, with the, now with the confidence of the children of God, let us pray the prayer that he taught us. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory forever. Amen. Because there is one loaf, we who are many are one body, for we all partake of the one loaf. The bread which we break is a sharing in the body of Christ. The one cup over which we give thanks is a means of sharing the blood of Christ.
Join with me in the prayer after communion. Eternal God, we give you thanks for this holy mystery in which you have given yourself to us. Grant that we may go into the world in the strength of your spirit to give ourselves for others. In the name of Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. beautiful gift of Pentecost is the Spirit gives us, gives us that language, gives us the language that we can take into this community, into this world, to see transformation occur. Receive that gift today and go in God's peace. <laughs>